Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, September 29th, and I hope you're having a great day. And we are glad to have you with us today on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those on the radio app, thank you for joining us. Those on our podcast, we welcome you. And then those who are tuning in today by way of Facebook and YouTube, we're glad to have you today, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, It's been a wonderful week. Uh, I think my days are still all mixed up because we did not have church last night. We have church every Wednesday night, uh, but we didn't this week because we had our revival Monday night and Tuesday night. And I'm still rejoicing just over the great, great services we had, and uh, what a blessing. I thank the Lord for the messages. Uh, Both services, Monday night and Tuesday night, were just powerful. Uh, Brother Treber preached uh, both messages from Exodus, Exodus 32 on Monday and then Exodus 14 on Tuesday. But if you missed those messages, you've got to go back, Uh, especially, I'd say, uh, they were both good. I don't mean to say one was better than the other. Uh, But Tuesday night, uh, Brother Treber preached a message from Exodus 14 about what to do when you're trapped. And uh, it was powerful, and I thank the Lord for it. Just a wonderful time for our church. And uh, he preached a great message in the school chapel. We didn't record that, but it was powerful uh, about uh, how uh, iron sharpeneth iron. He had two knives up there, and he was just, as an illustration, showing how that if you go up against something that is dull, your blade's going to get dull. Uh, But if you go against something that is sharper than you are, uh, you will be sharpened. And I think we all need some friends, and we need some people in our lives that will sharpen us and help us to be a better Christians and closer to God and walk with God and serve God and, and, and do what God wants us to do. And so we had a great time uh, with that. I'm excited about Sunday. Hope you're looking forward to a great day Sunday. And uh, we're praying that God will give us a great, great day uh, this coming Sunday. The last, uh, not the last Sunday in September, it's the first Sunday in October. Can you believe that? And uh, what a great time that'll be. Happy birthday today to Betty Brown. Happy birthday to Jacob Friday. Uh, Happy birthday to, um, no, 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 I got the wrong days. Hang on, replay that. If if you heard Betty Brown's birthday and you panicked, it's not her birthday today. Her birthday is tomorrow. Here we go. Uh, Today, uh, Carl Hatcher, uh, happy birthday. Today, Chris Lassiter, uh, Raven Myrick, and Cole Phelps all have birthdays today, those four. And so I got ahead of myself with birthdays that we've got for tomorrow. But happy birthday to these uh, four, uh, Carl Hatcher, Chris Lasseter, Raven Myrick, Cole Phelps. Happy birthday, and uh, I hope you uh, have a great day. Continue to pray for Cole. Uh, He, of course, is still recovering from the accident at West Rock and the Burns, but he's been home and just improving, and we thank God for that. And uh, please continue to pray for him. Also pray for Chris. Um, Bishop, pray God will touch him. I, from what I've heard, he's doing better as well, and we're so thankful uh, for that. Well, let's hear a song, and then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study. We're in Psalm uh, 142, but let's uh, do a song, Everything He Forgot, and I hope this song will be a blessing to you, and right after this song, we'll get into the uh, truth from the Word of God for today. 
Every step I take forward, the past tries to follow, reminding me of what I have been. Mistakes and transgressions, those unlearned lessons I'm going through time and again. I know God won't recall what is cast in the sea. For him, and so hard for me. But there'll come a day when I see him in glory, and I'll only recall Calvary's side of my story, where my sins were forgiven, my salvation was bought. Oh, what a moment when I can't remember. I know He forgave me, so the past is the past with Him. The guilt reminds me to look behind me. My regrets want me to spend time with them. But when I stand in His presence and He says, Welcome home, Every memory of failure and sin will be gone. And there'll come a day when I see Him in glory, and I'll only recall Calvary's side of my story, where my sins were forgiven, my salvation was bought. Oh, what a moment when I can't remember everything he forgot. Oh, there'll come a day when I see him in glory, and I'll only recall Calvary's side of my story, where my sins were forgiven. My salvation was bought Oh, what a moment When I can remember Oh, what a moment When I can remember Everything He forgot Everything He Praise the Lord for that. How about Psalm 142? This was the psalm that David wrote while he was in the cave. And uh, you know, that's a, that right there is a powerful statement because sometimes we get in a cave experience. And when I talk about a cave, I'm talking about uh, depression, or I'm talking about burdens or trials or, or sorrow or grief or heartache or whatever it may be for you. But we get in the cave and sometimes all we do is complain. And all we do is uh, we, we, we murmur and, and we gripe and we get upset and we get bitter. But you know what David did when he was in the cave? And I thank God for this. David prayed. And that's a great thing to do. Whether you're in the cave or whether you're uh, on the throne in the palace, no matter where you are in life, 
Uh, we ought to pray and we ought to seek God. We need God every day. And so we saw David's prayer in the cave and then we saw his problem. Uh, he poured out his problem to the Lord. He showed the Lord. He declared to the Lord his trouble. He said, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, verse three, my spirit was overwhelmed within me. But he said, number three, he said, but God knew my path. Uh, God knew what he had for me. And then verse number um, four, I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. We played yesterday on the, uh, at the end of the broadcast, we played that song, uh, No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus. And uh, aren't you thankful that we have a friend in Jesus? And he did care for us. Maybe nobody else did. Uh, I was uh, reading a little bit about uh, that song uh, yesterday after the broadcast. And uh, of course, it was after Charles Weigel, after his wife left him and uh, took their daughter. And she said, I don't want to be in the ministry anymore. She said, Charlie, you're a fool. And she left. And several years later, she passed away. And that was just such a heaviness for Charles Weigel. He was a, a preacher. He was an evangelist at the time. And he w w was a singer and he wrote songs. And after all that happened, he didn't know if God would ever be able to use him again. But I was reading yesterday about Charles Weigel. Um, it was several years after his wife had passed away, several years after his wife had passed away and all of that sorrow that Charles Weigel began to write songs again. This is an interesting story. Uh, one evening, and I told you yesterday, it just took him about 20 minutes to write the songs. Miraculous. The songs always took him longer than that. But one evening, it was about sunset, and he was sitting at the piano in the living room of his home with no thought of writing a new song. His fingers just began to play idly over the keys of, of the piano. As his mind drifted back over the past years, there came thoughts of God's goodness and sustaining grace that saw him through those dark days. Suddenly, words sprang to his lips. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. The thought of God's care brought tears to his eyes, and the words repeated themselves over and over. As his fingers fell upon the keys, they were resting in the proper place to synchronize this new melody with the words. The words continued to flow uninterrupted, and the melody followed the same way until the chorus was completed. He played it over and over again. And reaching for a pen and paper, the first words to this great song were written. After the chorus, the verses came to him as if he were reciting them to someone in the room. The words of the verse flowed on and on, and in 20 minutes, the entire song was completed word for word, note for note, which is unusual in songwriting. So then, here's the interesting part. Charles Weigel then transferred this to um, a regular manuscript paper, had it ready for publishers uh, within a week. Um, the first prints were returned just as he was about to leave for a conference. And uh, the first night of that conference, he was sitting on the platform with many gospel singers, and uh, there were over 8,000 people in the audience. Can you imagine? That's a big crowd. Uh, Homer Roadheaver, um, he was a great musician of yesteryear. He was directing the music for this conference when something happened. He suddenly turned and looked at Mr. Weigel, and he said, Mr. Weigel, I want you to come to the mic. He said, I want you to sing a verse of something to us. It wasn't planned. It wasn't staged. And Charles Weigel didn't even know what he would sing. As he arose to his feet, all he could think about were the sheets of music in his pocket that he had just received back from the publisher. Uh, he gave one to the organist, and he faced the crowd, and he sang one verse in the chorus. 
And as he sang, he was amazed uh, at the effect that it had uh, on that crowd in just such a short time. Many people were in tears. When he returned to his seat, he was stopped by three evangelistic singers. And every one of them, they took all the copies he had of that song. They said, we have got to have that song. They said, Mr. Weigel, this is the song we've been looking for. And those three men began to broadcast, no one ever cared for me like Jesus from sea to sea. This was 1932. Since that time, the song went all around the world. It's been sung in some 30 different languages. And God used Charles Weigel to write that song, No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus. Well, here's the thought. You know, had Charles Weigel not gone through that very difficult time, we wouldn't have a song like that. Uh, if Charles Weigel had not gone through that trial, if he had not been in a cave, uh, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have the song that describes the love of God and the care of God for us. Well, I'll say the same about David. Had David not been in the cave, we wouldn't have a Psalm 142. But I'm glad that we can say like David and we can say like Charles Weigel, we can say that, yes, there was times that maybe nobody cared for me. Nobody would help us. But then it says in verse 5, I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. You know what David said? He said, I had nowhere to go, but I could go to God. I had no one to escape to, but I could escape to God. And today, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, I'm glad that we have a God who will never leave us and he'll never forsake us. And he cares about you. He loves you. Uh, you matter to God. You are important to God. He loves you so much and uh, he wants to help you. Would you talk to him today? Would you spend some time in prayer? Uh, as David did in Psalm 142, would you cry out to God and uh, let God know what's on your mind? He already knows it, but he wants you to be honest with him and he wants you to come to him for help. And only God can help you, and only God can help me in that manner. I hope you have a great day today. I hope this is a help to you. I know we talked a lot about that song and gave you some background on that, uh, but uh, I hope you'll maybe even keep that song in your head uh, this, uh, this week. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.